you will have a harsh relationship with him. If you see God as loving, you will have a loving relationship with God. See, what is your picture of God? Can I let you know today? Can I say to you today that, that we serve a God who is full of mercy and full of compassion and full of love, which, which means that the fearing, part, fearing of the Lord is not about being afraid of Him. And, and here's what it means. And this morning I've got three quick-fire declarations and thoughts that, that as we journey through life that will give us a little bit more wisdom in our lives. Three declarations that I believe we need to have which means that fearing the Lord is not about being afraid of Him. But here's some things that we need to know and declare from what the Bible teaches us. The first thing is this. The first thing, the first declaration that you can take away this week and it will help us with a little bit more wisdom is that this. He is awesome. He is awesome. Our God is awesome. Psalm 33 verse 8, it says, Let the whole world fear the Lord and let everyone stand in awe of Him. Now, He is awesome. And, and, and I don't mean the overused Kiwi word that we use kind of every day when we get chocolate or we have a nice day. We say, oh, awesome. And, and I mean that He is awesome. It's like there was a moment through our worship there where you could just stand. I don't know about you, but I, I felt the presence of the Lord here today. And the only one thing that you can do is just stand in His presence in awe of Him. He is awesome. It was, if you've ever been down to the South Island and, and go through the fjord, out to Fiordland, uh, you go right down the very bottom. It's, a, it, it's, an, it's just the ride from this place called Tianau out to Milford Sound is phenomenal. There's giant cliffs and mountains all around this little road with snow. And, 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 and I, I remember just going there a few years ago and, and it was just like, wow, th this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this before. How much more is the God, the loving Father in heaven, how much more awesome He is? He made that. He made the creation of the world. He made the world. And, and there's times where we should just stand and take a moment in your day, in your week, during our worship and just go, wow. There's nothing else to say but just like mouth open, dribbling out the side. Wow. How awesome is our God. I, I, we, see, we, we will never understand sometimes how, just how amazing and awesome He is. But, but there's been many moments in my, in my life, and I'm sure your life, where you just, you just are speechless at the goodness of God in the small things and in the large things. Like, I can think of the journey of, of us as a church here as Elam Christian Centre and, 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 and the family we just met this morning dedicating their child, being with us for, for years, like from the early days in the old theatre down there. And... and and, and I, I stand today and just, you're just like, wow. God, you've been amazing. God, you've been, been awesome. And it just blows your mind where you're just like, wow. How awesome is our God? How, how awesome when those, just those moments where you've just got to stand still and acknowledge him as King of kings and Lord of lords and how great and mighty is he. Isaiah 40 verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, 
and just understanding no one can fathom. He is awesome. The second thing is this is he is holy. I don't mean he has lots of holes, like some of our genes today. He is holy to be reverenced, to be honored, to be adored. He, he, here is something that we always built this church upon, and it's a, a bit of wisdom from our, our founding pastor, Pastor Luke. And, and, and he said this, our message will always stay the same. That, that's the message of hope through Jesus Christ, that, the message that he laid down his life for each one of us, that we have freedom, the truth of God's life-giving word. That never, ever changed. Our message will never, ever change. But our methods will our methods will, will change because we are a church that's relevant. We have our community and our city and our hearts with our lost people. That's why we, we are contemporary. We are reaching this generation because people matter to God. So we change our, our methods so that we are relevant. And you may, you may sit here this morning, maybe this is all new for you this morning, and, and you see the lights and you see the drums and you, and you see people with holes in their jeans today up on stage here and see that we will always keep changing to be relevant to the generations we are reaching but our message it will never change that Jesus Christ came to save lost people to give them a hope and a future. We might be a little bit more casual and, and, and maybe modern at, at times. And, and poor old Mrs. Crawford with holes in the jeans, she's probably rolling over right now. She'll be saying, well, what the hang is going on there? <laughs> but here, here's the thing, is, is we will not become casual on our view of God. We might be more relaxed in our style. We might have a, have a bit of fun, but we will not become more relaxed in our view of God because He is holy. He is holy. It doesn't matter how, how casual our genes become or, or, or how our, our style of, of music becomes, but when He walks in the room, when the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords walk in the room, when God walks in the room, it's wow. Yes, sir, you're here. Holy is the Lord. Wow, that you would come. He is holy. Let's not ever get casual in your, in your here's for you, this is for free. In your, in your relationship with all, let, let's never become casual with who God is and our walk with Him. Let's, let's not just kind of bump it down the list of few things in our importance in our lives. Because what happens when we get casual, we, we seem to drift and we wander and we keep going. And I'm going to go off the camera any second. Oh, no, it's not. No. I'm going to stand in the dark. When we get casual, we can slip. When we get, when we get casual with God, we almost like treat him as not as important or as holy as what he is. Wisdom today, he is holy. Let's revere him. Let's adore him as the King of kings and the Lord of He is holy. Psalm 95, verse 5. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow low before him, before his feet, for he is holy. In Hebrews 12. Since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshiping him with holy fear and awe. For our God 
is like a devouring fire. He is holy. Third thing is this this morning is that he is right. This is a good one. He is right. I actually don't know how, how much or how many ways to say this apart from he is right. He is right. He is right. A few years ago, actually probably more like 20 years ago, we, we, we uh, lived in Cardiff and Wales for a couple of years, and my beautiful daughter who's sitting on the front row is going to get really embarrassed, but, but there, was, there was a story uh, of when we were there. She was just about three years old, and we just had our second child, Taylor, and, and one day Denise was at home, and uh, uh, this six-week-old baby was just lying on the ground in, in front of a warm, and, and Denise had just popped out of the room, and and all of a sudden had this blood-curdling scream for a six-year-old, a six-week-old baby. As she ran back into the room to see Taylor on the ground and, and Bailey kind of standing there with arms folded out to the side, she noticed on her hand some little marks that looked like teeth marks. <laughs> Sorry, darling. <laughs> That's a great story. Uh, it's just all like, like in the six-year-old, just like little teeth marks in, in, in her hand. And this little six-year-old Taylor was, was screaming, with, with, obviously with a bit of pain, because Bailey had just tried to eat her. Uh, and, 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 and these little, as Denise walked into the room and, and noticed what had happened, and this little the other you know, three-year-old child look, like looking around like, I didn't do anything. We'd, we, Denise would like comfort the little one. And Bailey, did you just bite her? No, I did not. What are these marks here? I don't know. I didn't do it. It wasn't from me. And there was a bit of a bit of a, almost like a, an adult three-year-old argument going on here. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. And Bailey was so adamant that she had done nothing absolutely wrong at all. She was adamant. And she was, she was like, she was standing kind of like on a, sometimes we call this thing like a soapbox. She was standing on her soapbox and she wasn't moving because she was right. Can I let you in on some breaking news this morning? <laughs> that when it comes to God, not only does he have the final say, but he is always right. Here's the truth. The truth is this. When you see it one way and God sees it another way, God is right. When you feel something one way and God feels it another way, God is right. When you have an opinion about something, about a one way, and God's opinion is another way, here's the thing. Repeat it after me if you like. God is right. There is actually no other way that I can say that God is always right apart from saying that God is always right. <laughs> and there is a trend. There's a trend in our, in our world and in our culture of people saying, I like this part about God's word, but, but I'm not really sure about this part. And it's a no, no, no. I need to tell you God is right. We have people in our world who, who say, and, and even in, in, in your sphere of influence, people that would say, well, this part of the word of God's word is relevant to my life, but this part is just a bit old-fashioned. No, it's not. God is right. See, I, I, you might say that I believe what the Bible says about this, but I don't believe that part of the Bible. Great. So you see, the devil has been trying to our enemy of the kingdom of God has been trying to get us to question this part of God's character since the beginning of time. Remember this. In the Garden of Eden, where someone said, 
did God really say that? Band, you could start to come. That would be great. See, people also say there are things about the Bible that just don't add up. Things like that don't add up. That things that maybe how can they be be true? Like like how could a man, how could a man survive three days in the belly of a fish or a great whale? That's just not possible. Well, no, it's not. Neither is the possibility that for a virgin to give birth or for a burning bush to talk or for a sea to part or for a stick to turn into a stone. It's not possible to walk on water or to have someone raised from the dead. It doesn't prove that the Bible is is wrong. It proves that God is awesome. That almighty God is awesome and all-powerful. Psalm chapter 19, verse 7, it says this. It says, the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are clear, giving insight for living. Reference for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. The laws of the Lord are true. Each one is fair. They are more desirable than gold, even the finest gold. They are sweeter than honey, even honey dripping from the comb. They are a warning to your servant, a great reward for those who obey them. He is awesome. He is holy. He is right. So if God is so awesome and holy and right, then how do we respond? How do we respond? There must be a living response from us, from from me, from from you, and, and there is, and And he is awesome, therefore my response will be, I will worship him in every season. See, worship because he deserves all honor, all praise, all glory. He is awesome, therefore I will praise him in in every season. See, see, even in my darkest valley, I will lift up his name. Even when my foundations are shaken, I will praise you with my whole heart. Even when I can't see through it, I will declare your greatness, O God. Even when I don't understand it, I will raise a hallelujah and praise you anyway. Even when it doesn't make sense, I will sing to you in every season. He is awesome. And therefore, we should worship Him in every season. The next thing is this, He is holy. Therefore, my response is, I surrender my life to Him. He is holy. I will surrender to His will and His ways. He is holy, therefore I will live differently. I will be set apart. I will stand above reproach. Here's what surrender says. Here's what it means to to you and me. Even when I make mistakes, I can get back on my knees and surrender to Him. Even when what he wants doesn't match what I want. I will live my life according to his ways and not my own. Even when others don't understand the decisions that I'm making, I choose to follow his word and not the world. Even when my flesh is telling me to go your own way, I commit to live by his ways. I surrender to his will third thing is this, is that he is right, therefore I will put my trust in him. I will put my whole trust in him. Even when I doubt, I can trust that he is still in control. 
even when I don't get it and, and it just doesn't make sense. I can praise you with my whole heart because I know that you are the beginning and the end. Even when the plan doesn't go to plan, I can trust Him. I can trust that He has a better way of living for me. Even when I feel like giving up, I can trust that He will complete in me what He has started. He is holy. He is right. He is awesome. And today, what a special day as we come together as a family to thank the Lord for a beautiful child. I believe too that that God has you here today. It's not by chance that you're here today. It's not a mistake. It's maybe you were dragged along and you didn't want to be here. That's so cool. I'm so glad you're here. We're going to be finished in a few moments. Before we do, I'd, I'd love to pray for, for everyone here. So can I ask that you close your eyes and bow your heads right now. And just, just in reverence to the holiness of our God, to the awesomeness of our God. Father, today I pray for every person here in this place. Lord, would you show them this week, Lord, even this day, just the awesomeness of your power, the awesomeness of, of your creation, Lord God. Lord, how each person, each life in this place, Lord God, was created with love in your eyes. Father, I pray for a reminder of how holy you are, O oh God. That you are almighty God. That we can take moments in our day to stand in awe of you. Father, that we can place our trust in you. In every season, in every circumstance that you are still in control. Even when we can't see it, we believe that you're working behind the scenes. In Jesus' name. That's why you've got your eyes closed and your head bowed. And here's the good news. The good news is this, that God so loved the world, He sent His one and only Son to this earth to to be a sacrifice, to pay yours and my debt. And, and you might ask, what, what debt is that? And it's a thing called sin. It's like stuff, our, our baggage, our, our rubbish that, that kind of that separated us, that caused a divide between us and God, that we, we could not have a relationship with Him because of this thing. So God so loved us that He sent His one and only Son, Jesus is His name, to this earth. He took your sin and my sin upon His very body onto a cross where He was crucified and it paid the price for you and for me that we may live free. On the third day, He rose again victorious, that we may live our lives victorious and free and know who God really is. When he rose from the, from the dead, he, 
He rose triumphant and victorious over that power of sin and hell over our lives that we may know what it is to know God, but to have eternity with Him. That's the good news. And this morning, God, God come to save people because of His great love. And maybe you're here this morning and, and you haven't been to church ever or in a whole long time. And here's what I'm gonna do. You might, the first step in knowing God is to say yes to Jesus. And right now I'm gonna pray a real simple prayer. And if that's you, if you want to say yes to Jesus, all I'm gonna ask you to do, just silently in your heart, so silently in your heart, just repeat this prayer after me. Pray this, pray, dear God, today, I choose to give you my life. Thank you for sending your son for me, that he paid my debt, that I might be free. So Lord, I thank you for forgiving me. I turn from my old life, I surrender my today to you. And I choose to live the rest of my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. And just one more time, while you've got your eyes still closed, and we don't embarrass anyone here, but we'll call people out. We don't, we don't do that here, but I do wanna do this. I'm gonna count to three right now. If you said yes to Jesus, you really meant it in your heart saying, God, today I turn my life around. When I get to three, all I'm going to ask you to do, just when no one's looking around, is to lift your hand up saying, Daryl, that was me. And then put your hand down in because I'd love to be able to pray with you here at the end. If that's you, you said yes to Jesus, can I invite you right now to lift your hand on three? One, two, three. Lift your hand. See that hand in the middle there. Anyone else saying yes to Jesus today? I give you my life today. Hallelujah. Praise your name. Father, today, Lord, I thank you for hands, Father God, raised, Father God, to give you praise and, Lord, to surrender lives to you. Lord, I thank you for changed hearts and changed lives. Father, as, as people begin that journey of knowing you, Father, I pray today, Lord, would you be close to them, Lord, that the truth of your word will transform their every day. Father, we give you praise and we give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Come on, a big round of applause for those hands. Just so good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, if you made that decision today, you said, count me in. I'm saying yes to Jesus. We are so proud of you. And we don't want you to do this journey alone. So if you want to ask some questions, if you want a Bible, we'll learn a little bit more about the decision you made today. We have people at our doors in bright blue t-shirts that can help you answer those questions. Also, I want to draw your attention to our Connect card. So if you want to respond to anything in our service today, if you need a hand with anything, sign up with anything, you can fill it out in our Connect Connect card, those are in the front of your seats. But in the next few weeks, there are some important things that I want to let you know about to keep you in the loop. And tonight, we are super excited and um, feel that it's a real need in our community and it's been on our heart for a while to um, pray for South Africa. So we know there are a lot of South African um, uh, people represented in this church and families overseas. We know that they're going through a really challenging time at the moment. So tonight at eight o'clock on uh, Facebook, on our Facebook page, we're doing an online uh, prayer meeting for them just for half an hour. And we'll be joined um, with hosts uh, from South Africa. Many of you know um, one of our congregation members, Wayne, overseas as well, um, going to join us. 
next Sunday. Next Sunday, we're super excited. We have a combined service with all our different campuses. We are meeting at our Botany campus and we have a guest speaker, David Hall. He is from Life Church Adelaide and he is an amazing speaker. He is hilarious. So <laughs> he's so funny. And if you want to join us for that, we have a free bus leaving uh, here at 3.30 p.m. So do not be late because we've got somewhere to be. We all want to um, be there on time to get a good seat. Next Sunday is also the start of the next school term. So small groups are kicking off again next uh, for the term. But if you want to be a leader, if you feel um, that you've got a group of people on your heart that you want to minister to um, and, and do life together, create community, uh, why don't you fill out a Connect card as well? You can be a small group leader or attend a small group for the next term. And so for those of you who are here today and you've um, come prepared to worship God with your giving. I just want to say thank you so much for your generosity. You're truly making a difference. Um, you know, I'm usually not here in the adult service. I hang out in uh, the kids alley with our kids programs. And I just want to tell you that your giving is um, making so many, uh, making a difference in so many lives in our young people. Especially I want to highlight our Power Space program. Our Power Space program is for our additional needs kids. And you know, there's some families out there because of their children's additional needs, they felt like they haven't had a home. They felt like they couldn't come into a service and be ministered to themselves. But us as a church, we're providing a place that is relevant for all ages, for all needs. And I just want to thank you for your giving because that makes that possible. So I just want to pray for your giving. But if you have come prepared to give, there are FBOS machines out in the foyer and um, push pay and all the electronic usual options. But let me pray. Dear God, I thank you so much for the people here who, um, oh, for all, for all of your congregation members because they are so generous. But those who have come prepared to give today, Lord, I pray that you would bless them um, and you would bless their giving and give them wisdom in their finances. In Jesus' name, amen. We are going to end on a song, so why not um, all stand to your feet, but don't run off just yet. I want to pray for you, pray a prayer of blessing before you head off. To the greatness, to the greatness he commands. Everything that has been, everything that is to come, answer to one, the Holy One. Give him praise for all he's done. Oh, Was established in his name. What compares? 
here today, all the families that are represented here today. Lord, I pray that you would bless them. Lord, make your face shine upon them. God, give them wisdom in everything they do. Lord, help us know you better and help us know ourselves better. God, give us ways that we can make a difference this week. I pray for their families, for their children, and um, for their health and protection. God, I pray that you bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, church, um, for sharing your morning with us. If you would like any more prayer, we have a ministry team up the front. But God bless you. Have an amazing week. See you later. Forever I'm free. Forever I'm free.